The Sixers win tonight's game by 12 points, their 42nd victory. First time they've had 42 wins since 04, 05. And again, they led at the half by seven, and that was actually strange as Minnesota got two free throws. The Sixers failed to get the ball in in the allotted five seconds. So then with two seconds to go, Minnesota inbounded, and Jamal Crawford hit an unbelievably difficult fadeaway off one foot in the right corner. That made it a seven-point game. And then the third quarter started. You can imagine Brett Brown had something to say about that inbound play by the Sixers at the half. And the Sixers outscored Minnesota 20-4 to to open the third. All told, they outscored them by 20 in the third. And in that, the Sixers scored 39 points. And they scored 17 off Minnesota's eight turnovers. So we always talk about points off turnovers. And the Sixers, in that third quarter, outscored Minnesota in that area 17-3 to in a quarter in which they outscored them by 20 and basically put the game out of reach almost because Minnesota came back and outscored the Sixers by 15 in the fourth. Here's Brett Brown from outside the Sixers locker room with his postgame availability. This did, and they built up, you know, such a tremendous lead. We've done it in our past three games. Uh, I'm going to look past that. I think I recall earlier this year when you left the reserves in there and said they'll play their way out of it. Is it different because you're so close now to the playoffs that these games are I didn't like the way this game was feeling. And, you know, it's it's one of these things that it's this close to the end of the year. Um, I, I don't feel so much at that stage in the mood for, like, letting people have experiences. Like, I want to win. And I didn't feel the game was where I wanted to, so we brought in, we brought up, uh, you know, Ben and Joel back into the mix and cover. Ben makes a pass, like that bounce pass he made to Dario in the first half. Are, like, you on the sideline, are you still surprised when you see him make plays like that? No. Uh, he has two things going for him. Um, I feel most times I see what he sees. You, and I, because I know the plays, I, I know what is coming or possibly coming. And really, when you judge how they play Dario and some of our plays, the second they chase – you got them for the most part, unless the weak side is just really aggressive. And that's the first thing. I feel like I see what he sees a lot of times. And then he's got the, the strength slash guts to throw stuff where they're rockets. Like, so he sees a few plays ahead, and he's got the vision, and then he can, like, at 6'10", throw darts. He really throws passes with velocity. And so a lot of times it, it doesn't uh, entirely surprise me. I think we're trending in a correct way. You know, you're, you're aware that Minnesota played last night in New York. It's part of the NBA, and you have to reload. We get it. We, we do it all the time, too. Um, I feel that when I look at our defense, and I especially look how we come out of halftimes in the last few third periods, there is a business approach. There is a serious approach. There is a defensive-oriented mindset that I love and respect. And uh, I, I think we, we made a uh, step forward today. I think we got a little bit better, I think, uh, as a team and in our minds. That, that's a good team. Sixers coach Brett Brown in his postgame availability 
after the contest as the Sixers defeat Minnesota 120-108. Now 42 wins for the Sixers, 24 of which have come here at home. They've won six in a row. Minnesota's 42-32. and 32. They had a mini two-game winning streak snap. We'll take a break, and we'll come back to Von, Kibben, to Von Givens. We'll pick it up from here. Impressive win for the Sixers over Minnesota. For now, Tom McGinnis from the center. Thanks for listening. Back in a moment with the Sixers. Post-game coverage on the Sixers Radio Network. This is the Philadelphia 76ers post-game show. Embiid, like a locomotive up Broad Street. Sarge is going to turn, he'll get it off, and he rolls it in. The Sixers post-game show, right now on 97.5 The Fanatic. Not the way you would have liked to draw it up at the end, but the Sixers got it done. Nevertheless, this is the Sixers postgame show live from the center. Hello, everybody. I'm Devon Givens. Sixers pick up their sixth straight victory, 120-108 over the visiting Minnesota Timberwolves. Their record now stands at 42-30 and on the season, looking really good as they close things out the regular season to go. Ten more games remaining for the Philadelphia 76ers, six more games at home, four more on the road, but a very solid victory overall. Got it done when need be here at the center as the Stars had to come back in at the end. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, as well as Robert Covington to close things out. But all in all, a good win, a very good win, a great one, if you will, for this basketball team, a 120-108 victory for the Philadelphia 76ers. Joining us again back here at the center. You heard him all game long calling the game. Great job as always, Tom McGinnis. Tom, not the way they drew it up at the end, but good teams still find a way to do it, and it appears that the 76ers are a good team picking up this win. Yeah, no, without question, that was awkward. Uh, but their reserves outplayed the Sixers' reserve. There's no doubt about it. Aaron Brooks played well. Uh, Gorgie Jang played well. Marcus Georges Hunt played well. Aldridge was very physical. He was creating havoc in there uh and you know you heard what brett brown said that hey look he just had to get his guys in there to finish the deal here so that's gonna happen i mean tj's been so good but tonight down the stretch those guys outplayed he and his group um and and that's too bad but again in the end the sixers won and you know i guess you could say they blew a big lead but it's not the same as it was in games past where they had those big leads and they lost the game sure so um, to have to bring Joe and you know you don't want to do it for you don't want to do it because you don't want him coming back you don't want him to come in there cold you know and Embiid literally had his shoes off you, you saw him trying to warm up those guys are trying to get back in and you know how it is they had to you know re-break a sweat and all that so that's not ideal either but uh, nonetheless the Sixers with a dominant third quarter I mean again this was a game like okay the five teams that they just played you know record wise weren't there. But, you know, tonight was one of these games where it was a huge matchup. Now, I think Minnesota was fatigued. That was obvious. But in B, dominated Towns. And uh, and Ben Simmons was unbelievable. I mean, Devon, you watched the game. He, it, it's like, This is going to be a weird analogy. But it, it's like in third grade where you realize you're so much faster than anybody else. You can't wait to get to recess and just dust them time and again in all the competition. Ben's, and he's doing it against pros. Yes. He's taking the dribble and just blowing by people. Even if he doesn't take it all the way to the basket, he pushes it below the foul line. That forces their defense to get back in the paint, and then he just turns around because he's not really looking for a shot in that situation. He's wheeling, and he's picking out J.J. or Dario or Cub, and, and Dario was wide open. You know, Minnesota had some lapses. I mean, Thibodeau's an incredible defensive coach. 
But Dario had some wide open looks, and he made three early. That that was really big. Cub ended up hitting, getting hot. Marco, I thought, played well. And that's the ironic part, that the Sixers' reserves let the game kind of slip away where the Wolves came back. But the Sixers' bench was so productive early in the game, they'd outscored them like uh, double figures to like four or five. And uh, it just didn't happen late. But uh, another dominant performance where the Sixers had this game by the end of three quarters, which is the third consecutive game. It's incredible. I know it is. And it's funny that you bring that up specifically with Ben Simmons because as we were watching it, and you're right, you're calling it, and I'm turning around looking at you, and I'm just shaking my head just because of the things that he's doing on the floor. And as you pointed out, this is a rookie in the NBA doing it, and he's 6'10", not supposed to be faster or as fast as some of these people that he's running by, but yet and still he still finds a way to do it. And he does it at a pace where he knows what's going on. He is in total control of the entire pace, and the, the defense is just simply on their heels. No, he is. And then he plays ticked off. I love that. I love that. Like, he got called for a ticky-tacky foul, and he just looked at, like, uh, I guess it was Teague, and, like, you are not even getting close to being by me. He's got that ability. And then you heard the question posed in the post-game press conference about that pass. That's the type of pass that people – if they were going to work tomorrow, they'd be talking about. I mean, that that is the type of play that is special. And I mentioned it, you know, like even before Ben even played, people were comparing him to Magic Johnson or LeBron. And Brett Brown had seen him play like in practice and whatnot and didn't want to go there. Well, first of all, some of the numbers are shaping up in that, you know, he's already passed Magic Johnson in one uh, Triple doubles for a rookie. Yeah, yeah, statistical category. But that pass right there was almost a half-court pass with his right hand right. that they were talking about. It was from this quadrant of the floor, outside left, and then all the way down low right to Dario. I mean, to get it through there and to right, like Brett Brown said, to have the guts to throw it, the athletic ability, the vision, it just those are that's a special kind of play right there. And we talked about the offense. Tom McGinnis again joining us live here at the center on the postgame show. Tom, the offense we spoke of defensively, though, is where things are really starting to turn up for the 76ers at the right time of the season. Ten games to go, trying to position yourself in the postseason. They keep dominating in the third quarter where they put up 39, winning by 20 in that quarter, 39 to 19. We've seen it over the last few games. Way more important just because of who the opponent was tonight. Well, without doubt. And, you know, the first half kind of ended on a downer a little bit, as I talked about with that violation and Crawford making the shot. But, you know, third quarters used to be an issue for the Sixers, like as early as last year. And uh, they came out and they dominated. And, you know, the defense, again, you're going to – the threes are going to come and go and whatnot. But the thing about the three-pointer, you can miss like two or three in a row and then make one and you're still advancing your lead. But the defense is a constant. Embiid, they, they got great length. And Covington, Covington was all over the place early in the game. A couple of his plays where he stole it, he gave it right back with a foul or a turnover. But his length and deflections, and he had a block coming off from the weak side. He's he's really underrated, uh, I think, amongst not not statistically in the NBA with the with the players and the coaches, but I think his fans. I don't know that we put enough uh, credence to what he does with guarding the best player on the perimeter and then all of his things where he helps. Uh, but certainly the defense has been stellar throughout the year. Top five defense, it's been terrific. It's been a huge part of this, and it's going to be a major part of the playoffs because that's what you need, stops and scores. 
and you got to be able to put the clamps on people. Absolutely. Well, Tom, another big one coming up here at the center on Monday against the Denver Nuggets. They're fighting for a playoff spot as well. We'll catch up with you then. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Devon. Good night. Tom McGinnis again live here on the postgame show from the center. Sixers victorious yet again, 120-108. We can get used to saying that. Victorious yet again. They have won six in a row, beating the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight here at the center, 120-108. On the other side, we'll discuss a little more of what happened during the game, get into a little deeper with the box score. Later on, we'll have some highlights as well. Sixers win. 120-108. I'm Devon Givens. This is the Post Game Show live from the center. Sixers win 120-108 tonight over the visiting Minnesota Timberwolves. Improved their record to 42-30, and 12 games over 500 for the Philadelphia 76ers. An impressive uh, outlook on how the season has gone along for the Sixers, where they are now, again, just 12 games over 500. They have not done that in quite some time, and picking up uh, a victory like this. Still no playoffs. You have to wait on the Detroit Pistons to lose a game or a combination of both. And tonight the Detroit Pistons are leading the Chicago Bulls as of right now in the fourth quarter, 115-90. So you'll have to wait until Monday, most likely to get a, uh, a, a spot, if you will, in the playoffs for the Philadelphia 76ers. But in terms of this win tonight over the Minnesota Timberwolves, let's get to some of the highlights. It started off in the first quarter with a, a very good uh, combination overall of the team doing exactly what they do, doing, just sharing the ball, passing it the way they do. Somebody had to get things going, and for the Sixers in the first quarter, it was Dario Sharge. Simmons breaks it into the lane. Up top, Dario Sharge over Gibson, and that's good. Dario Sharge straightaway triple, his second. That ties it at eight. Dario Sharge very aggressive to start things off. He had a few three-pointers in the first quarter, ending up on the evening with 18, three of six from behind the floor. That score made it eight to eight at that time. Uh, another impressive play not too far uh, ago from that spot. J.J. Redick with the miss and the out of bound, after time out of bounds play. Ben Simmons with the offensive rebound to J.J. Redick for a three, made it 13 11. Uh, Sixers then decided that they wanted to uh, make sure they let the Minnesota Timberwolves know who was better. Started making plays, making shots, and putting their lead all the way up to nine points after Ben Simmons rebound and insist to Marco Bellinelli for three, 25 16 for the Sixers. And then Irsan Ilyasova off the bench. Very, st very stellar for the Sixers. Back over to Joel for three. And beat shot front rim and off. No, almost tapped in by Wiggins. And now Irsan puts it in. Two players are there. What effort by Ilyasova. And the Sixers lead by nine. Offensive rebound for Ilyasova at that point, and the score made it 29 to 20. Ilyasova on the night, three offensive rebounds uh, for defensive. Of course, that makes it seven total rebounds for the veteran big man. Also, nine points on the evening. Justin Anderson got into the mix early as well with an and one and a made free throw to make it 32 24 after one. Sixers kept it going in the third as they kept getting it going. Joel Embiid getting into the mix. Here's Joel with a jam. Embiid catches at the right elbow, turns, nobody there for Minnesota, and a jam by Embiid, his second field goal, and one of the easiest baskets of the game. An emphatic dunk for Embiid, 37-29 to 29 Sixers. Amir Johnson also got a put-back basket a little earlier. Pardon me, you had a great post footwork 
for the veteran big man, not known for his offensive scoring, but he got Carl Anthony Towns in the air off of a nice spin move, a la Kevin McHale, pump fake, made it 51-44. Things didn't go the way they thought. You had a, a bad turnover at the end of the first with a few seconds to go, the Minnesota Timberwolves inbounded the ball for Jamal Crawford's basket at the end. Bonus shot, and here's Crawford with a fadeaway. Got it. Of course he got it. It's Jamal Crawford. Brett Brown is ticked. He is striding. Oh, man, he is walking purposely toward the locker room. Weird play there, too, as well, because the way things went, Joel Embiid was going to take the ball out after a made Minnesota basket. Ben Simmons told him no. The referee had already started the counting. You know you only have five seconds. When Ben Simmons took his time to try to figure out where he was going with the basketball, the official had already rung him up for a turnover and, again, an opportunity for Jamal Crawford to make that basket 59-52. That was the score after two. But the Philadelphia 76ers, like they have over the past few games, past few weeks, for that matter, get things going in the third quarter, courtesy of J.J. Redick. And Ben Simmons has knocked it in the air. It goes to Joel, and now to Dario. Back to J.J. Three ball left side. Counted. It's good. Timeout, Minnesota. The Sixers with another three. They take a 14-point lead. That started with a tough entry pass that resulted in the turnover by Ben Simmons. He tipped the pass defensively to allow Joel Embiid to get the steal. Then they hit J.J. for that three to make it 66-52. Robert Covington nailed the three to make it 74-54. Not too far after that, the route started to be on. And Joel Embiid, one more time, defensively, Robert Covington with a steal and a pass to Embiid for a breakaway. Covington with another steal to Joel. In a jam by Embiid. He rams it home. The Sixers are blowing out Minnesota. Oh, man, Joel Embiid. He orchestrates the crowd. He's jumping around with his hands up. It's a party in South Philly. The energy in the center was crazy. It was fantastic, especially after a play like that. 79-56, Joel Embiid showing off his athleticism and uh, a different dunk, if you will, normally than we see from Embiid. Dario Scharch later on with a driving layup plus the foul made it 82-58. to Ben Simmons, he had his 10th triple-double on the night. Here is when it happened. And now shoots it with the right hand, almost banked it in, gets his own miss, follows it, can't get it to go. He gets it one more time and jams it. Triple-double, Ben Simmons, rebound jam. Sixers up 89-62. Simmons had an opportunity to make a play before that dunk, missed it, got it back, and was able to convert it uh, on that very basket right there to make it 98-71 at the end of three. The route was on. The starters sat down. Marco Bellinelli, again, solid off the bench with 17 points. Here is another three-pointer from the veteran sharpshooter. Here's McConnell with a move into the lane. Back out top to Marco Bellinelli for three. Got it. The 12th made three for the Sixers. TJ with the dish. Marco with 14 points. He ended up with 17 on the night. That score is 103-74 after that basket. Furkan Korkmaz also got into the mix, 108-84. The substitution guys, the reserves for the Minnesota Timberwolves, did force their way back into this game, making Brett Brown uh, decide to call on yet again Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Robert Covington, their starters who were already rested. Joel Embiid, no shoes, laying on the floor like he normally has late in the game when the game is out of hand. He had to put his shoes back on. Robert Covington also had to tie his tighter to get back out there and put his shooting sleeves on as the Sixers wound up with this win, 120-108, their sixth straight win 
for this basketball team. And, again, it's coming at the right time, 10 games to go. So they want to make sure they uh, get as many victories as possible and they're playing some of the best basketball of the season as they look to, for this particular group, their first appearance in the NBA postseason. So right now, again, they're sitting in the uh, fourth spot in the Eastern Conference as uh, a lot of teams are still going on. But most importantly, when it comes to seeding, and just getting in there all together, uh, you have to now wait until Monday since the Detroit Pistons took care of the Chicago Bulls tonight. But most importantly, the Sixers did their job picking up their 42nd win, 42-30 and 30 on the year, 120-108 over the Minnesota Timberwolves. A quick dive into the stats before we hand things over to Joe Stazak on 975, the Fanatic. 42 of 88 from the field for 47.7% of field goal percentage, 13 of 37 from behind the arc for 35%. A big uh, discrepancy there, a, a big advantage for the Sixers, making seven more three-pointers than the Minnesota Timberwolves from the free-throw line. Very aggressive game, very physical game. Both teams getting to the free-throw line 30-plus times, uh, tw 23 for 36 for the Sixers, 28 of 38 for the Minnesota Timberwolves. But the one stat that we always like to bring up during the post-game show, the assists, 33 assists on 42 made baskets for the Philadelphia 76ers, sharing the basketball like we always talk about, leading to better shot opportunities, leading to made baskets, and, of course, leading to assist totals uh, with 33, with your leader having 13 in, in Ben Simmons, 13 assists on a night. Very unselfish player, as we know, and the way he's been playing, playing under control, helping his team win, has been very good. And it doesn't hurt. Five of eight from the free throw line, but having to make three of four down the stretch when he had to return into the game to help close things out for the Sixers and head coach Brett Brown. Maybe that's something that we can lean on as the things get down the stretch in the final stretch of the regular season and going into the postseason where you can count on Ben Simmons maybe making those free throws that we see him make towards the end of this game tonight. Leading the Sixers in scoring. Tonight for uh, the winners, 19 points for Joel Embiid, also contributing six rebounds, 18 for Charge, 15 for Simmons, as we talked about, 17 for Marco Bellinelli, 11 for Robert Covington, who was very active defensively, only eight for J.J. Redick, three of 11 from the floor, but he's done more than enough where he can have an off night. He simply bounced back to prideful guy, so you know he'll bounce back at some point over the last few games of the season and contribute in any way he can for this basketball team. 120-108 win for the Sixers over the Minnesota Timberwolves. They are back at it on Monday here at the center hosting the Denver Nuggets. Uh, we'll see how that one goes in terms of playoff positioning. If they win, they secure a playoff spot in Denver Nuggets. They're trying to find their way as well, so you know you're going to get the best from that Western Conference team like the Denver Nuggets. So, again, 120 108 win over the Timberwolves. A lot of people to thank starting back here at the center, Marty Dickerson, making sure we stay on the air, live and local. Back at the studio, as always, the great Carl Namoli and Alan Yates on the audio cuts. Tom McGinnis as well, doing a great job as always. Coming up next, if you're listening on The Fanatic, that would be Joe Stazak carrying you until midnight, so stick around for that. And uh, we will be back on Monday as the Philadelphia 76ers. 42 wins. Philadelphia 76ers host the Denver Nuggets. For Tom McGinnis, Marty Dickerson, Carl Namoli, Alan Yates, I'm Devon Givens. This has been the post-game show on the Sixers Radio Network. Following the Sixers win, Tom McGinnis had a chance to catch up with one of the players afterwards. And we are going to be joined by Dario Saric. Just nice enough to make his way out of the locker room. 
and return to the floor just for the purposes of visiting with us. Dario, thank you so much for coming back out. We appreciate it. Uh, great win. It was a little shaky down the stretch, but part of it was the way you shot the ball early in the game. Three threes in the first. That had to feel good, getting those good looks and knocking them down in the opening part of the game. Yes, I got the, I opened the very, very good the game. I got, couple, I got a couple of threes, you know. I got one drive, you know. It was a pretty nice game for me uh, in the beginning, but, like, Everything else, you know, my my teammates, all this team, you know, it's unbelievable, you know, to be the team, to be the team like Minnesota in, in, in almost in, in just th three quarters is like unbelievable. And I think we have a, like enough enough uh, credit to say, you know, we are ready for playoff and I know all teams on East uh, are a little bit scared of us. Well, no doubt about it. You mentioned three quarters. That third quarter was key. They had 19 points. They were 3 of 16, and you guys blew the game wide open after halftime. Yes, uh, you know, previously before, you know, we got the the couple couple games, we got the problem, you know, that third quarter we were like up and up and down, but now, you know, we understand how to play with each other. We understand what coaches are told us all the time. We need to be focused for every minute, every second, because we need to... Uh, be ready and prepare for the playoff and like that we come on the court after after halftime and, and we present that on the court. Dario, thank you so much. Appreciate you coming back out. Thank you. Thank you. Dario Charge of the Sixers. He's a class act, man. What a hard player too. 120-108, the Sixers with a win. Back after this on the Sixers Radio Network.